know I'm undefeated. They're the, they're the best. Power 109 Radio. Yo, man, what it is? This is your boy. We went through this. This uh, this man, this your man, man. This is Bob, man. Coming to you with yet another podcast, man. This one, this podcast is more serious than any other podcast you see me on. Because then the other one is more clown and more fun. What's the name? This of the other one's one, uh, the other one's fuck your feelings. But um, so it's more fun. This one right here is something more for the community. So. The reason behind this podcast is my brother just came home from doing 26 years in prison, right? So I feel like I want to make a platform for brothers. Not they don't even got to be a brother. You can be anybody. A felon, period. And you're com- and, and, and coming home and you're transitioning from jail to home. Well, first off, from streets to jail to home. You feel what I'm saying? What led into what led into maybe you possibly getting in trouble? What made you want to change your life and everything? I feel like it's a story that needs to be told to uh, not only youth but to our peers. You know, what I mean, just people our our same age because they don't listen up sometimes either. They feel like they set in their ways, but there is a way to change and all that. So that's the reason why we came up with this podcast called Powering You. And today I have some special special guests, man. I've been rocking with it. With him for a long time, man. Um, uh, uh, one of them's actually my best friend, man. I've been rocking with him for twenty plus years, man, and um, he's here with his other best friend. You know what I mean? That they grew up with. You feel what I'm saying? Before I became his friend, they was you stole running my mates. best friend. <laughs> <laughs> they was <laughs> they was running mates, man. So today we have here, man, the infamous Mr. Terrence Roberts. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? And then we have uh, Billy Wooten, man, Fopac Empire slash Drastic Work. Yes, yes, all day, baby. Um, let me interrupt you real quick, Bob. Hop in here on you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, me going? yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, just give me a minute. I just want to first, you know, it's been a lot of tragedy, crazy 2020, crazy life. We've been losing people for a minute, so I just want to give a uh, – give y'all to y'all roses why y'all here just seeing from um like he said i grew up with terrence me and this boy was tearing up the block for real you know what i mean and, and just wilding and i don't want to get in all that yet but i just want to let tell you that i'm proud of you bro i'm happy for you I'm, it's, it's good like we don't hang out a lot so sitting across from you right now seeing you healthy i want to let you know i love you bro and just I see what you're doing, even when I ain't showing up to what you're doing, and I appreciate it. A lot of people appreciate it, and we just just thank you for everything you're doing. You know what I mean? Thank you, bro. I appreciate thank you for it being from you, bro. Thank you for reals, man. I do for you're being a, a man. We need yeah. <laughs> we need men. I'm thank you, bro. For real, but thanks for being a man. And shout out to my boy Bob for putting this together. <clears throat> uh, we met under weird circumstances. Um, and anybody listening, you, you you sitting here listening to three ex felons and gang members, ex gang members that grew up on different sides of the track. That many years ago we would have been shooting and fighting with each other. Now we sitting here talking about something that can move us forward, or uh, you know, fuck your feelings, go with this too, because we don't give a fuck about your feelings. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Be a man. We everybody got problems. Be a man. But shout out to you, Bob. 
I love you too, bro. Proud of you. Everything you're doing positive, everything you're doing just is, is just good to see us from night and day and moving forward. So I just wanted to give both y'all y'all flowers, let y'all know we appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. you, brother. Yeah, right on, Tuski. Appreciate you. Same goes for you. You've been through a lot. Yeah. Your mom, your brothers, you. Um, and we here, we lost a lot of people. Everybody we grow with, they all gone. Either they dead or locked up yeah. or, you know, gone to drugs or mental illness. Right. You know, uh, alcoholism. You yeah. know, so um, to hear that from you, man, I really appreciate it because, you know, you brothers, is, you know, y'all real ones. And that's why I do it is, is I do it for brothers like us, you know, because we could have all we were just talking about this. Bob, we could have all been everybody sitting in this room, man, could have been sitting in the sitting yeah. in CSP right now. Right. Sitting in Canyon City, sitting in Centennial, yeah. sitting in the feds, just chilling, man. So one love to all the brothers and sisters that's locked up. You know what I mean? That's in there that got a dream, got a vision, got a business plan. Even if you ain't getting out ever or in five years, 10 years, man, keep that dream alive. Uh, plenty of lifers have gotten out. Plenty of people have done them 10, 20 years and they out here. Man, we waiting on y'all. So just stop getting them write ups, man. Stop playing in there, man, and come home. <laughs> Come on, them babies, man. Stop getting them right. Stop getting them write ups. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, thank you. I appreciate that, bro. You already know it's all love on my end. Um. So, how we gonna start this, man? Um. Say your name again and what it is you do, and like who you who you are. Just for some that don't know. So, my name is Terrence Roberts. Um. You know, I'm born and raised in Denver, Colorado, Northeast Denver, and uh, my current position, as far as a profession, is I'm a home inspector by profession that's how i make my money i work for zillow actually and um and I, not as a home inspector as a scope evaluator but i also do home inspections on my own and uh, i'm a community organizer so my organization is the frontline party for revolutionary action fpra and we organize actions around police accountability we do what we can to help with gang violence youth violence prevention um we just came from a a, um, a demonstration a visual at the GEO Center over on 31st in Oakland uh, mm -hmm. with the Latino community, yeah. um, the African and Asian community also are in that facility. So we do whatever we can to help, bro, uh, or whatever front we needed, man, whatever we could do. Right, right. Yeah. And two, tell them, about, uh, tell them a little bit about who you are. Well, uh, uh, what's your, do we call you uh, Billy or we call you two? Oh. <laughs> call me whatever you want. <laughs> we gonna call you too, I'm man. So too, tell me call me too. My name is Billy. Whatever you wanna call me. Too much. Yeah. It ain't just too. Yeah. It's too much. Just so y'all know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm a I, I'm a person who I'm a working man. I'm I'm something to everything. You know what I mean? Society sometimes be having you feeling like you're supposed to be one way. But I'm 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 a working man. I'm a family man. I'm a businessman. I could be a gangster if you need me. Yeah. You know what I mean. I'm just, I'm just trying to live and do it the right way. But uh, as far as what I do, I just hustle. You know what I mean. I invested in liquor. Shout out to One Rock. Investing in stocks. We running, uh, pressing up T-shirts. Shout out to Drastic Work. You can go to drasticworkco.com for that. Um, we promoting shows, promoting uh, in route clothing. Uh, camo movement, we 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 Everything. with the people, you know yeah, what I mean. And I'm, yeah, I'm just here to speak facts on right. just being a man. Like that's my that's thing your, right that, now. Yeah. That's my shit right <laughs> yeah. now. I was like, like people just don't want to step up to the plate. Right. My my, my yeah. nephews, you know what I mean. They they the same way. Like you just gotta step up. Whatever you doing, you know what I mean. Like you gotta step up. 
I was talking about Terrence, man. I'm, I remember when he was wild in these streets. That boy was 100%. He flipped his game up, went on some positive, bro. Fighting for the people. He 100% into that. You know what I mean? It's just being a man. It's way better than gangbanging. I'll tell you that. Uh, so what made you – so from what Two is saying, how you was as a, as, as a youngster and shit, what made you finally – because you, man, I done been there with you. You done been through – a lot of shit yeah. with with going through these streets for the transition that you made. <laughs> What's up, Blaze? We have to interrupt for Blaze to come up in the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So how you doing? What's up? <laughs> That's my nigga too. Yeah. Uh, so from being who you was, yeah. what made you make that transition? Because not only did you go against the other side, you didn't you don't went against politicians you know went against everybody and even against your own homies if they wasn't trying to rock with how you rock you know what i'm saying with this movement that you was making because before the front line you was you had the product you still got prodigal son so you know they turned prodigal son into impact empowerment Um, oh and i'm not doing the nonprofit thing no more you know Mm -hmm. we did that already yeah we don't do no fundraisers with fpra we don't we don't have no building. We don't have no 501c3. Yeah. Uh, we just us, man. We we ain't asking for no money. If the police do something to you, we're going to show up. Right. Okay. It, it may yeah. be 5,000 people. It may be 500. It may be five of us, but we're going to. We're going to show yeah, up. Yeah, somebody's going to do something. We're going to say something. You know? Okay. That's what's up. I got a question, too. When you get okay. And as far as my transition, um, you know, I was just tired, man. Um, thinking about people like 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 Billy and his brother and his mom and my mom and just the whole community. You know, yeah. I, I started gangbanging because I love the community, not because I like sagging my pants or selling crack. You love where you was from. I love where I was from. Yeah. And everybody was doing it. I'm 44, man. You know yeah. how we are. So, it, it you know, it ain't like gangs, you know, gangs have been around 30 years or 40 years like it was new to yeah. us i remember a time in denver i didn't know what a blood or a crib was I, I didn't know what a blood was so i was about 10 or 11 you know what i mean right in right. the 80s because they weren't here yet um just wanted to represent the community wanted to belong fit in uh ride with my guys like billy here ride ride with the team you yeah, know yeah <clears throat> and um you know what we did that you know got shot a couple times went to prison a few times and um, I was looking at life in prison. They had hit me with the habitual criminal, and I just started studying people like like Che Guevara, Jesus Christ, uh, Malcolm X, yeah. you know Martin Luther King, and you know I used to want to be like my OG homies. I used to be want to be like Easy E and Ice Cube, and you know what I mean, yeah, and yeah. and all these gangster type people and DJ Quick. And when I was looking at this life sentence, studying these uh these activists, man, and these organizers, I I wanted to be more like Malcolm X. Then I did the game. No disrespect to the game. One love to the game, but you right. know, I, I just wanted to. I, I wanted. To, I wanted to come home and bring that back to the community, man. I just, you know, I wanted to wear suits sometimes, man. I wanted to command respect because I'm doing something positive, not because I done hurt somebody or shot somebody or all. You wanted come, a different level of respect. Like, yeah, you wanted a different respect. I wanted to see what it's like to go by my own name. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I wanted to walk the yard. I had never been to jail without being a gang member, so I didn't know what it was like to be in jail without the protection of other men. And, yeah. you know, we scared the Crips or the other bloods or the yeah. SAZ. You know, it's like, man, I'm in here by myself. If I get mashed out, I get mashed out. Line me up. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Don't just smash me out. You know, it's like I could do this on my own. Even when I got to the pen, I told my homies, I changed up. I love y'all. I've never dishonored the community. I ain't never told on nobody. I'm not on nobody's paperwork. 
man, I'm just doing something for me one time, man. I, I, it's not like I'm against y'all or nothing. I love yeah. y'all, but I love you for who you are. I'm not with you because you from the hood. Right. I'm, I'm with you because your name's Billy, homie. I'm with you because you Bob. Like, yeah. Because you a black man, homie. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and some people accepted that because I had did a lot of work for the community to deserve that type of respect. But, you know, even when I was banging as hard as I could bang, man, I still had my haters. And, you know, so some people have still not accepted the fact that I'm, I've changed, but it's not about them. It's about me and my kids, and it's about the community. So, um, you know, um, that's why I wanted to change. I just wanted to be a respectable man, homie. I wanted to, you know, be somebody who could, who y'all could bring around y'all's kids and y'all's family and be honorable. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. I'm still from the community. I don't gangbang at all, but I still love Park Hill. I love the east side. I love Montbello, man. I love ACO. Like, I love my guys, man. Like, when we did the camo movement, it was for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know? So, uh, that's why I changed, man, because I, I love my people, man. I didn't want to have to be responsible for hurting nobody. I didn't want to have to get into an argument with somebody in the chow hall, in the pen, and next thing you know, I got to go run to my homies. I just want to be my own man. That's it. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I can dig it. What about you, Billy? Um, I, I just want to touch on something he talking about. It's just, just to start conversation, one of the conversations, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Me, me and you coming from the same place, Terrence, same neighborhood, same block. When he made his change, he, he – this is why I condone him on his running towards the people. Like he, his change was to go help and, and make change towards the people. Me on the other hand, it's pushed me away from <laughs> from my people. You know what I mean? Like like not in a sense I don't care and not, not that type of push away, but like I don't I'm almost scared to hang around yeah. black people. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Real talk. Like I just I can't deal like it's just always some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? A shooting or something like that. And I just condole you for doing that. You know what I mean? Like it it, uh, it takes a hell of a person to put themselves in 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 you know, the line of fire with that type of stuff. Yeah, I wasn't trying I mean? to, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it just ended up being that way. Right, right. Um you know, talk man. about Skip, talk <clears throat> about me just when I say you change a lot, you know, talk about like you with your mom and stuff, if you want to talk about that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. coming up, you know, like, I don't know. Just knowing you, I would have never known it had affected you the way yeah. it did, you know what I mean? Because you was, every day you was, he always came to you, you know what I mean? Biz was live, Terrence was live from the, <laughs> just live all the time, coming through the door, you know, hyped yeah. up and stuff, you wouldn't think, you know what I mean? And I'm gonna say this, it wasn't because I love the gang, it's because I love, I love my people, homie. I love the homies. You know what I mean? That's one thing you always from, even from the beginning, bro. Like, from when I first met you, that was like one of, it wasn't, we didn't meet on no gangbang shit yeah. at all. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I was out there pushing that front line with you too. Yeah, that cam yeah. Camo movement. You know what I mean? Niggas was triple with me because I was down in the holly at the meetings and yeah, shit with the, for real. who was it? Mayor Johnson or one of them. Oh, it was some, um, who, what's um, the Senator Johnson Senator who I shared Johnson. the office with. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was down there in the meetings yeah. and all that shit. So it was like, crazy now, we was all getting flat all the bloods and crips was yeah, getting hate you know from all saying? the people and, who didn't want to let let things these other things go and it wasn't about letting it go we just said man let's do do something together do something you're better. still a crip homie you still yeah. a damu right we ain't taking that from you but wh why can't you rock with our people man? Stronger in numbers. Why, what, <laughs> yeah. why can't we rock with bob yeah. 
I got more love for you, Bob. I like you more than a whole lot of brothers who I used to gangbang side by side with who ain't never really been my friend, homie. Right. Let's keep it 100. Yeah. Right. I was blood. I was, I was a dumb move for many years. I did a lot of shit. I caught bullets for the hood, shot people. My granny's house got shot up. I never denied a fade in jail. Matter of fact, I was the one who was making people, hey, homie, when you know, when the door's open, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, we got to fight. I ain't even the best fighter, homie. I ain't a great fighter, <laughs> yeah, you know. What I'm going to throw some punches, but yeah, yeah. I'll make you fight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, um, you know, man, it's, um, and, and, and really, <clears throat> oh, my bad. Oh, okay. no, you good. No, you okay. Good. And, and, and really going through all that, Bob, is, um, you know, man, it was all about me just wanting to fit in with my friends, man. It was all about, you know, then once I started doing time, like, I, I, and I'm being honest with you, brothers, man, you've been there, Bob. You was cripping hard, brother. You got much respect, too. You've been there. Like, there was a point in time in the 90s where Crips and Bloods were so separated in that war. I didn't even talk to Crips for like two years. I don't know. Right. You know you what I'm see, saying? Nobody talked to it nobody. It was almost like we felt we was different, but then we I went to same. prison where we had to be commingled, and, and, right. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm hearing Crips tell the same jokes. We telling him, and we grew up together. We all yeah. cross the street, right. and I'm hearing, you know, Crips talk about the same ladies we was dating, and mentioning who they cousin was. I'm like, that's my cousin, right, right. That's my fucking cousin. Know you know what I'm saying? You've been feud with a nigga that's basically related. That's to my you. family member, yeah. and I'm listening to them, you know. But I'm I'm acting hard, or I'm acting like I can't talk to another black man, yeah, be- yeah. because he grew up literally 300 yards across the street. Across Car Boulevard, you know, so all that stuff resonated with me, man, and um, and these Crip yeah. brothers is laughing and joking and and crying about their kids, and I'm just like, man, and here I am it's hating, the on, same hating story. on my, my right. own people, <laughs> yeah. my own people. Been through the same shit as you. Y'all should have a better connection than that, man. Even when I cop, yeah. you know, my case for having to defend myself a few years ago, we know about that. I was living in the projects. With my dad, all the Crips knew I was over in the projects. Right. None of them, no, none of them brothers hurt me. They could have kicked in the door and marched me out of there. No, no, no one said anything to me. No one hurt me. You know, right. and, and it's like, you know, it's that kind of stuff that really makes me feel bad about everything I've done to other communities, dishonoring other brothers' names. You know, yeah. um, and that's why I don't want to be in the gang. That's why I organize like I organize, man, because we got enough shit to worry about with systemic racism, with white supremacy, um, with everything, the police locking us up, right? drug addiction. So, um, yeah, man, the, yeah, the, we the marathon the continues. Same game. What was they saying back in the day? <laughs> yeah, 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 MC the, Hammer. Was that? that was a hell of a song. Yeah, everybody on the MC Hammer. Yeah. Michelle A was even and, on that motherfucker. We was young then, yeah. and they was trying to tell us, and we about the same. That's what I'm saying. I can only mess with you if you're a man. That's yeah. it, homie. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about where you're from, how much dope you sell it, none of that. You know right. what I mean? I'm I don't just, like ignorance. It's, yeah, I don't care if you even if you ain't banging like ignorance. Is, yeah, you right. Man. I don't care about if you a blood or a crip. What you call yourself don't matter to me. No, it's how you act. It's what you do. Self. I preach that a lot, man. Self awareness. I mean, like self awareness is big. Yeah. Like be aware of yourself, what you're doing, and just being aware when you fell and shit you need to work on. Like you know what I mean. You yeah. should be working on shit for the rest of your life. You know what I mean within you. I, I know I am. I'm always out of fight with myself. You know what I mean. Uh, we done walked it all. We done sold drugs. We done paid taxes. You know what I mean? Right. We've yeah. been civilians. We've been to the pen. Like, we, we've seen both ways. So, yeah, self-awareness is key, bro. Like, you got to. <laughs> Let me ask you. Did y'all meet in Y.O.S.? Yep. 
That's yeah. what y'all met. Well, let me tell you the crazy thing. We met in there, but we didn't. You know, we knew each other, but wasn't really vibing a lot. And when we got out, he was hanging out. We was at the studio one night. I got pulled. This is what made me mess yeah. with Bob. I got pulled over. I think the cop said uh, said something was with my license or something. Yeah. I never had no bad license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Took me to jail. It was a bunch of bloods in there. Bob was the only one helping out on the cash in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to give it right back the next morning. I had it, but yeah. I need to get out now. Yeah, Bob, yeah. out of all my homies in there, stepping up. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, on parole. I was fresh out. I was yeah, on parole then and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, y'all niggas Bob been always messing with me shit, forever. Y'all can't, yeah. y'all can't throw a dove that. or something on there. For we'll real. give it to you in the morning, homie. Not next week. You yeah. know what I mean? Hey, so um, another thing. So having to go against what you know, basically, which was your homies and gang banging. Yeah. How did that, like, how was you able to, like, you still here. Like, you, yeah. like, I know a lot of niggas that does mean, fuck that nigga and wooty wooty wham and. Yeah. Uh, you still. know. Yeah, still right now, yeah. Still. So how, 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 how is it like that? Do you feel like you got to move different? Like, do you, or, because you seem like you move fine to me. I do move different, though, but, I mean, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm not going to alter my life because somebody else got a problem with me being a man. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm not dumb either. I'm not going to get myself killed. Like, Walk you know, into I'm, it. Bro. I'm, uh, you know, man, I'm 44. I'm not really into you know, booty shaking contests. Uh, yeah. Somewhere where, you know, our, you know, where we may lose somebody, you know what I yeah. mean? Where there may be a shooting between some bloods or some cribs or whatever. Um, you know, man, I've worked in work more dangerous cities than Denver. I, I've been in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. I've worked in L.A. I've, I've worked in other places. Yeah. New, been in New Orleans, almost got robbed, all these things. But Denver has a significant problem with, with, with homicides and with shootings, with gangs. With, you know, we, we, we have a gang problem in this city, and we have for 40 years almost. So um, I'm not stupid, man. I don't, I don't, I don't test Denver. I don't, I don't play games with, with the streets, man. I don't test, test brothers, man, because it's a lot of killers in this in this city, man. It's a lot of angry young men and women. Um, yeah. And I and I understand that because I was a part of that. You know what I mean? I done been out three in the morning at, at nightclubs with a gun on my hip. Like, who who is that? You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, all those things, man. So How would you explain that right there? Like, when I, when I look at the dudes that's doing the killing right now, I'd be like, this is a little dumb. You know what I mean? This is a little dumb. But I can't really call him that because I was the same dude. So it's like hard to describe that to somebody. When, you know How what I mean? Because I look so down on it now. Like, yeah. I hate it. You know what right. I mean? I yeah. hate us killing each other. I don't even got to know you. I shed a tear for you because I'm like, like, damn, like, the boy didn't even have a chance to change. But look we how bad we was. Look at your mom. Like, your mom yeah. was cooking dinner. <laughs> right. My mom was like, I mean, we didn't even know what gangs right. were. So imagine a, uh, somebody who from Trey Trey, whose dad is a crip. Right. Or somebody who's from, from Park Hill, Crenshaw Mafia, whose dad and uncles, even their mom is a blood. So, you know, when you got somebody who was raised in the culture, it's like I can't blame them. But then there's a piece of me that's like, all right, bro, you now, you 21, you 22 now. Now you you know <laughs> right. better. No matter how you was raised, you you, yeah. you know what you want to do. Like, some people's built, I hate to say it, some people's built for, 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 for disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah there Yeah, is. that's some what sucks. Some people want that. That's exactly see, what, like, even though they built like that, yeah. I want to build this platform to show you, like, you don't gotta be built like that. You can still be built like change that, but, but change. There you go. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's all I'm but saying. That's me, the that's, whole point of this platform. It's only a small people really, really built for that, right? Yeah. The rest of them is over here that's gonna find out too late. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it could have been too late for us. 
We like, lucky. Think about that. I, we, I'm lucky you know I'm what I mean? sitting here. It ain't because I'm more right. no smarter or no more gangster. Because there's even, plenty of brothers more smart, handsome gangster than me yeah. that's dead or in jail right now. Well, I wouldn't Not even the things you got called for, Terrence. It's yeah. the things you got away with. Yeah. You should never be free. For real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and that's what's sad about these brothers, man. Because yeah. I'd be like, damn, like you you either getting killed really early or getting, like, America loves to hand out time. Yeah. They love to hand out prison time. That's yeah, their you, thing. They got to sell I mean? them. You know, them prisons ain't nothing but convenience stores. They got to sell them Doritos and um, yeah. ramen noodles and shit. <laughs> keep that they right. get for five cents and selling them ramen noodles for $1.25 and right. shit. Right. Yeah, so it, it gets tough, man. I, I hate it now. Like, it just really just seems like such an ignorant thing, but I know I was that ignorant before, but it's just sad, you know. So when I started Prodigal Son, um, like, can answer your question, it's like, you know, like um, how I move around, it's, all, it's like, I started Prodigal Son, because we all Prodigal Sons. You know the stories of Prodigal Son is about the son who left home, yeah. ended up pretty much a bum, messing with prostitutes and all these fake friends. His money mm -hmm. ran out, he had to come home, and it said his father welcomed him with some brand new shoes, you know, we, we brothers, we love shoes, love you know shoes, what I'm saying? Yeah. A royal ring, um, um, a signal ring and a brand new robe and welcomed them home. He didn't shun them, he welcomed them home. And you know, that's kind of like the power in you. It's like the premise of this show. It's like, for us brothers, we the prodigal son, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not ashamed of my gang history. I'm not ashamed I'm from right. the streets. I'm, I'm proud of the, our culture. I'm not proud of what we do to each other, but man, Bloods and Crips, that's art, homie. Like, you know, we've turned it into something demonic, and it started as something negative from angry young black youth in Los Angeles. But you know, man, then we as Crippin and as Bloods progressed, you you see the music, and you see the art, and you see, you know, there there's a lot of lot of love that's grown out of that too. There's a lot of relationships yeah, yeah. and friendships too. Grown, and yeah. so I try to look at the positive about that. And a lot of times the negative overcompasses that because, man, it's, it's a hard, man. I got, I got bullet fragments in my back right now, man. There's, there's days I can't walk good because my back hurts. And, you know, when people's murdered in the streets and all of that, we have that. But, you know, we what we going to do? We going to just be a slave to that or we going we to move forward? We could keep on pushing, you know. So I just wanted, yeah, I wanted us to have a place to come home. If you was a crip or blood and you wanted to be positive, you wanted to be like, you know what? I'm even maybe still affiliated, but I want to come to a march. I want to do something yeah, positive, man. Yeah. Let me help the kids. Let me do something. Like, you can't just stop being a crip or a blood in one day. And, and for those type of people with Prodigal Son, I want to be like, man, come on. You come help us, homie. You, you welcome here. Like, wear your blue. Wear your red. Like. So let me ask you this. So uh, as a felon, how was you able to get into some of the circles that you was in? Like, you've been in some fucking powerful circles. Yeah. Like, real, real <laughs> powerful circles. So, as a felon, how was you even able to get in them circles and be able to be who you are today? Like, because when, when motherfuckers talk movements in Colorado, yeah. your name's up there. Like, whether, whatever movements, like, whatever's going on in town, whenever they talk a movement in Colorado, your name's involved. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? In, in a pop, in, in both lights is what's yeah. crazy. In both lights, you'd be like, some niggas will call you showbiz, some niggas yeah. will call you Terrence. You know what I'm saying? So as a felon, how was you even able to get into those powerful circles? We're talking on the more po positive side. I mean, to be honest, I had to force it. You know, I had to force my way. Um, you know, Denver's a real bougie place. Like, Denver just has one machine. You know, you go to L.A. or Chicago, these are such big cities. They may have ten different political fractions to where, right. oh, if they don't like me over here, I can just go hang out with these nerdy Negroes over here. Yeah, these activists. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but in Denver, man, I was 
probably the first, if not one of the first actual gang members to to say I'm not banging, but I'm coming back to the hood. I'm not yeah, I'm not moving away. Yeah. I'm not moving to to Arizona, much like everybody who's moved away. But I'm yeah. just saying, I, I didn't have that choice. My granny was here. My granny was sick. My kids are here. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the community. I didn't want to move away. I'm like, man, this killed me. You know what I mean? I don't want to die, but I'm not running from nobody, man. Like, the same thing that was happening when I was gangbanging is the same thing that happened when I became an activist. To be honest with you, when I when people found out, like, oh, Terry's banging now? They were saying, oh, he's a buster. And yeah. The same thing that happened when I became an activist. Terry's an uh, activist yeah. now? Oh, same shit, just on a different same level. Same thing, man, just different. on a different level. Um, <clears throat> and just like I didn't care when I was banging, I was happy to bang. Like, yeah. yep, that's me. I remember one time, man, some Crips had crossed my name out. We was going back and forth um, in that garage on Carl Boulevard. Remember, right across 29th in that yeah, garage? Exactly so we was striking it up. The Crips were striking up. We was just going back and forth. <laughs> and one day they put my name on the wall big and crossed my name out. I, man, I was one of the happiest days of my life, man. To see you my feel name. like you just, <laughs> you made it. Yeah, because like, they were yeah, calling I'm, me I'm the Yeah, I'm on their radar. Yeah, I'm the on their radar. I'm on their radar. I'm on their radar. I'm on their radar. I'm on their and I felt the same way as an activist. I felt good with to hear people who who because you've been your name's negative. been slandered over there, and, and then slander, it's been man. big up to everything. It's been on both sides over there too. And and, and 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 one thing I noticed about gangs, I'm gonna say this to you: like the hardest Crips who was coming through Park Hill, shooting us up, beating us up, we be like, that nigga, sorry, yeah. Because he was doing stuff. Right, right. <laughs> no, he's not That's sorry. Exactly. Right. But the Crips who was just cool, we'd be like, I like that nigga. Yeah, you know exactly, what I'm saying? Because exactly. he hasn't done nothing to us, right? So, you know, I, I you know, I took it for what it was worth. It was like I was I, I was putting in work and work was getting put in on me. I wasn't the toughest dude. I was a little light skinned, little hundred and twenty pound dude, but I did my best, man. You know, I tried my best in the gang world and when I became an activist. I knew me leaving the gangs. I'm a gang dropout, homie. That's a gang I'm, dropout. I'm a dropout. But that's I love dope. my that's I love my community. Like I didn't drop out because it's like, oh, you know, T is on so and so's paperwork. Like I didn't drop out because nobody ran me You've off. You've actually been running around showing niggas paperwork. I mean, which is crazy. Be, be, you know, and, and I'm gonna tell you as far as that goes. I really tried to avoid that, but when I changed my life, once people got to talking about. I was a snitch or yeah. there was something wrong with me. Then it's like, bro, just because I'm not from your gang no more don't mean I'm a buster, homie. I'm still right. a man. My manhood comes first. Don't slander my name like that. Don't don't get me shot in my car with my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Because, you know, so um, so if I know you on somebody's paperwork and um and you and you got something bad to say about me, or you out here gangbanging, or you beating the women and you kicking the kids. Yeah. Don't be surprised if you wake up on a Tuesday morning and um somebody like you see Terrence's Facebook page. <laughs> what? Oh, your paperwork's on there. <laughs> the, the right. nigga, I ain't even know yeah. about this. <laughs> I, you know, so it ain't like I'm out here trying to be no gangster, like calling out all the snitches. There's plenty of people who done told in the city, right? I'm not. Uh, there's plenty of people who's gonna listen to this podcast who know they done told. I know they done told. I'm not just looking for everybody's paperwork blasting. That's but there. don't yeah. come, don't, don't come for me, homie, because. I'm not out here. Back. I'm not out here trying to act tough, right? I'm not the toughest fighter. I'm not the toughest shooter or none of that. But 
man, like, I'm not about to just be like, oh, I'm an activist now. You can just call me a snitch and just slap me in the face. Now, don't touch me. Don't slander my name. That. That we changing things. That's why people are afraid to leave gangbanging alone because once they leave the gang alone, there's no community for them to come to. There's no other black yeah, men who are part got. of the gang. That's just the say, come watch this life. Bronco game with me, homie. Come smoke with us. Like, come through. Ain't nobody tripping Bob, nigga. You, you, you welcome over here, bro. Like, what's yeah. up? T, T, T don't bang no more, but T... After I stopped gang banging, man, I, man, I've, I've been to places like Port-au-Prince. I've been to New York City. I, I'm an honored guest in Chicago. I've never went those places, bro. When I was, when I was in, in the gang, homie, I you couldn't even move around Denver. Not inside the box. Never thought outside the box. I mean, I, I, there was time I didn't leave Park Hill for a year, homie. Every day. I was, I was waking up, putting on khakis. Putting on some chugs, going to my spot on Glencoe, going to the Holly. Going. Man, I looked up, it'd been six, seven, eight months. I ain't even left the confines <laughs> of I 70 to Colbacks, <laughs> Quebec. To, I was scared to go to the east side. Yeah. I couldn't. It was Crips everywhere. You couldn't even wear red, homie. Yeah, I, back then. I, yeah. I, my bellow was full of Crips. It had bloods coming. But at, at that Crips. time, the, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and and yeah. the Crips was fighting each other. The bloods was fighting. And, and, you know, so I just stayed in Park Hill. As tough as we was, there was fear there too, right? And that goes for all sides, man, because. You know, it was a lot of homicides and it's violent. That's why I don't judge the youth. Uh, be, man, look at how we raised them. Like, look at who we, who, who their parents who is. Their parents we is. grew up blowing blunts and they, even back in the day when my mom smoked weed, like before, you know, she had her little, her little spat with drugs and my dad was smoking. He was living in Oakland and I would go see him in Cali and stuff. You know, my mom's doing really good now. She's doing real estate. But, you know, even when my mom smoked weed, they be playing a little Michael Jackson and stuff, but she smoked a little joint and yeah. try to hide it from yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. You know, but now, man, you know, we be blowing 10 blunts in kids' faces and yeah. drinking and fighting and cousin the kids and blood. Come here, little blood. Come yeah. here. Look at that little yeah. nigga with his red. So it's like what you expect. So what do we yeah. expect, though? Then you get a good kid. Some of them kids who we forced to be bloods and crips, they could have been anything, man. And we just we ruined them kids, bro. Speaking of the holiday, we're going to get into – you got a book coming out. We're going to get yeah. into that in just a second. I wanted to holler at uh, Billy real quick. So you, you're like on a different spectrum than him. You just changed your life, period. You didn't, you're like, you're not like an activist or anything like that, but you just, what made you just like, cause you, you did your time, came home, cause I, we've done some things together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, from that, cause you went twice, you know what I'm saying? Right. And from that second one that you came home from, you was a totally different nigga, like all the way around. So right. what made you just, like, you just changed everything. But I always told you too, cause you was the only one in the clique. That did not have children. I was like, nigga, as soon as you had that first child, <laughs> you go, it's about to change your fucking life. So, yeah. but uh, outside of your children, or, or maybe right. it's your children that's just made you. Man, it's a little bit of all of that. And so you go in when you're 16, did that time. Then I'm out for 17 years. And then you go back out as a grown man. With a family. With a family. Just have my first kid. My daughter was turning a month, a year, a month before I go in. And it's just, it just it's just hitting you like like going back through that system nothing's changed in there the same right, exact from 17 doors. years ago yeah, yeah. From 17 years the same doors the same windows same gum the stuck same, under the same yeah the same, same stories up, like same stories it'd like, be the same people and everything <laughs> yeah same <laughs> yeah, right right and i that, that just really depressed me bro i was like nah you know what i mean yeah. and even before i got caught <clears throat> i had had my daughter and i was out here hustling 
and I was literally praying for God to like, you know, I was putting money and other stuff. We was doing yeah, promoting yeah. this and that. I was praying like, please, like, give me a, give me, make something happen for me, so I can stop doing this shit and. You know what I mean? Make something a more positive lane for me. Like, I want these things to stop. I don't want to deal these drugs. Like, I was tired. Have my daughter. I just want to be there for her. And God answered me. Just not in the way I expected. <laughs> he was like, here, I'm going to give you this time. <laughs> oh, he answered you like in a form of jail <laughs> yeah, type yeah, shit. This is how I really look at it. You know what Damn. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I was praying for something yeah. else bigger. That was, that was probably as big as it could get, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Looking back at it, yeah. Hell yeah, 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 that was the biggest thing that could happen to me. It hit me. I was my. Luckily, I had a great wife, brought my daughter to see me every other weekend. So we kept our, our relationship going. But that was how he answered me. It was like, okay, I'm not going to yeah. answer you how you want it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to let you know. Like, have a yeah. seat. Get your thoughts together, and you know what I mean. Like, so that was yeah. it. Like, I was, I can't do no more. Cause y'all keep talking it. about how wild I was. We, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I heard stories of him too. Yeah. Yeah. I heard. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. The, the gang name matches the, the yeah, personality all the time. Yeah, too much. Yeah. Was, you know, cause he was always like kind of quiet in the cut. You know, yeah. I used to be wild and yeah. you know, what's up, Nick? You know, yeah, I'm ready. To, trust, I'm ready to do it. And he'd be like, "All right," but next thing you know, you look up like, "Where Billy? Oh, you done shot somebody? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, two done stole that car. Two done wrecked the car and everything. Yeah, where yeah. too much at? Oh, you know, two. I thought the same thing until the situation aroused with us where we had to go handle some business and shit. I was like. Yeah. I like the way this nigga's moving during this. <laughs> during this, I was like, this nigga is not who he who he's yeah. kind of like portraying to be. Yeah. I was like, this nigga's moving like a professional. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I just thought he's been quiet. He was but, a young assassin. Yeah. We yeah. were fourteen. <laughs> he was already coming with the black yeah, hoodies and shit. Fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's that was dope. been some good movements with y'all brothers, man. Yeah, I just got tired, Bob. I just, I just yeah. can't do another day. Like I love my family, my kids. That's the joy of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they put a smile on me. I never had anything in this world like I got them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like all yeah. the all the stuff we bought with the drugs, the guns. Like I got them. You know yeah. what I mean. Like and they they fuck with they pops tough. You know. Yeah, what I mean? hell yeah. So like that's like all that's important. Like I be tired of shit of going to work, but that paycheck be. Yeah, it, it makes <laughs> sense. In How many kids you got? Yeah, yeah. You got seven kids. Do you? Seven. I got seven. Yeah. But my two oldest, you know, I got a son doing life in California. Oh damn. Um, he's in Pelican Bay right now. We working on trying to get him out. Why? What? Um, um, his mom is Brandy, but um, so oh, my okay. son by Clarice, he's twenty six. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, okay. so he's twenty six. Um, really? he actually's out here in Denver right now. He's working. Um, I got a grandson. Uh, then I got after I got out of prison, I had three daughters and two sons. After that, you know. Oh, so, okay. Um, what year did you go? Um, I first went to prison in ninety five. Ninety five. You got out first, what, like two thousand or something. Yep. Um, and nine in two thousand. Five, the end of 2004 is when I got out of prison. You know what I'm saying? My number is 86934. That's my. Y'all got numbers when y'all went to Wyoming, huh? You got an eight number too? Eight four. Eight four? I got an eight. Yeah, them numbers is like 30 years old. Yeah, when I went back for the after 17 years and went. You had that same number? Yeah, I did that too. Oh, boy, you got an old number. Yeah, thinking you just some little. Like, what the hell? Yeah. That was like back with five digits. We have like seven now. Yeah. Oh, man. The numbers is crazy right now. I think they like. 
like I know this is like start like digits. four or some <laughs> shit. Nigga, it's crazy. Like four, but it's a seven digit number, I believe. Yeah, it's like a seven, seven digit numbers right yeah. now. Yeah, that's yeah, a whole lot. It, it, looks straight. I was it like, might even be eight for real, for real. Yeah, I got a five digit. I got them old. Oh, that the old. Hey, but that's another thing. When I seen that number, that yeah. fucked you up too. I, I huh? remember that, bro. I was like, yeah. like yeah. they they say they say bro. from going to jail, going to prison. You'll never forget your prison number and, of course, your social security number and, like, your grandma or your mom's number. Because, remember, we only had seven digits yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, we yeah. didn't have to put 303, oh, man, whatever. You yeah. see? <laughs> I, my grandma's number was 303-321-8876. See? 2955 Pontiac. Right, we only have to put seven digits. 40 years. Seven, seven, just seven digits. Ten. You didn't have to put the seven. Did, yeah, you know what I mean? Ten, yeah. So you will remember that yeah. number, your DOC really? number, and, and, and your uh, social. social security number. Yeah, fucked up, ain't that. it? Yeah, <laughs> and you know another thing too was um I had a hard time in jail, man. Like jail was hard on me. Um, what what made it like hard for your mentality or like? Well, when I first started fighting. going to jail, um, gang banging, fighting. You know what I'm saying? Fighting all the time because I will fight, but I'm a, I don't like to fight, man. You know, you kick somebody ass, you kick your own ass too. Yeah. You might win the fight, and deep I'm down you're like, damn, my elbow, elbow messed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hurt that girl, you know? <laughs> oh, you whooped his ass. Yeah, I whooped my own ass yeah, too. Exactly. Shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't like to fight, man. I don't, man. Um, even though we was fighting other gangs, but to be honest with you, man, some of my main enemies came from my own gang too, right? Like yeah. we forced these relationships. Just because you claim a gang with somebody, don't mean you you get got along. the same personality. You get along. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just like uh, jail was hard on me, man. Just you know, having to be around brothers like, oh, we from the same hood, so we friends. But deep down, I'm like, man, I don't even like I you. never liked you, right. homie. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you're not good person. And that just nigga, sucks, you though. Know? You know what I mean? For somebody you've been rocking with, then to be like, really, I, I got to defend like you. him. You know, I, I remember yeah, one be, time. Your loyalty made you defend a fuck nigga. So one time, man, I was in Buena Vista, homie, and I'm, I'm still banging. Um, and, and this was one of the times, even though I was still banging, I was, the flash had came in my head. Maybe I don't want to do this no more. So I'm chilling in my cell. I'm just having some alone time. Penitentiary full of people. My celly was gone. This one time I got to just chill, <laughs> eat my own chips. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just, you know, whatever. And next, you know, somebody knocking on my door. I'm like, what's up, bro? The Chris is tripping. I'm like, well, what's going on? This nigga was tripping in the in the chow hall. I'm yeah. like, well, what what did he do? He called me a slob. Okay, well, did you punch him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told that nigga wait till I get the homies. But he comes right to my door. Right. So I'm like, so, why didn't you? Why didn't you do what you were so supposed to do right there? I got to put on my boots. It's twenty crips downstairs. I gotta go talk to the crips and yeah. taking on know, other people's problems. All that stuff, bro. Yeah. You know, and it's like. As a gang member, do I like hearing that some other gang member diss my gang? I know no gang member likes to hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm looking at this dude You're like a grown ass man. Then when I seen the dude who dissed him, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you call me out for this? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember thinking in the back of my head, I don't really want to do this no more, man. Right. I don't want to be around these dudes, man, like this. I just want something different, man. Like, I, I, I finished out my tour duty because I was still banging in. Yeah, tour but duty. But when I got out, when I went back <laughs> to prison, duty. I was just like, I'm cool, man. I'm done. If I pack me out, if y'all just, pack me just, out don't, then. just don't be surprised if I come back because just because I ain't banging don't mean, you know. I, don't mean I still ain't showbiz. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was 
Terrence made Showbiz. Showbiz didn't make Terrence. I I created Showbiz. Showbiz was a character. Homie. Yeah, yeah. Too much is a character. Yeah. Billy's the man, homie. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because he became a, a gangster don't mean it, or a gangbanger don't mean it. All of a sudden he got tough. Billy was tough before. The Bloods didn't. He was too much. The Bloods didn't help us. We we helped the Bloods, homie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it was some struggles back then. It was like, man, let's go ahead and help these brothers. Like, yeah. right, I'm being honest, though. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was hard in Park Hill. It was Crips everywhere, homie. It was right. Crips in the East Side, Crips on Oneida, Crips on. In Aurora, yeah, on Yosemite, all types of shit. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. I just I just wanted to do better, man. I, right. I want to make new friends, homie. You know. So, I mean, anybody that knows you really knows how the Holly came about. Like, the, I would assume they would know when they see this book called The Holly, yeah. they would know what it came about. But uh, dig a little deeper into that and tell people where The Holly came about for some that may not know. So, um, so there is a book called The Holly. It was written by a journalist named Julian Rubenstein. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I got out of prison, I moved my office to the Holly because that's, you know, yeah. I, I knew it was gonna could be some problems. I mean, I knew I could even get killed. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but I wanted to come back you to the some Malcolm X shit, like you said. I wanted to just come back to the community, man. Um, any Damos, any Crips who want to come to my office, I want to just be like, I'm here, homie. Whatever happens. Cause how can I say I'm helping my community? How if can you're not I in the community. If I'm not in the community, like come to my office downtown. It's like, man, I can't even find parking. You know I mean, I'm cool. Right. I'm gonna just holler at you later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Nah, pull up, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Come to the office. And that's how that's how I've always been. You know what I mean? I want to do my activism the way I gangbang. So when the Holly got burned down after Psych Mike got killed, Michael yeah. Asbury, rest in peace after Michael Asbury was murdered. Um you know, some young Crip brothers thought that some Bloods did it. They came in arson the Holly. The Bloods did not kill Michael Asbury, but there was a misconception that night. They burned down the Holly, and the 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 arson charred building sat there for about a year, and nobody, um, was, doing nobody was doing nothing. And I moved my office over there. Me and the senator, he mm. paid his half of the lease. I paid my half of the lease, and uh, we moved into the old Red Restaurant, which is Caddy Corner from the Horizon mm-hmm. on Thirty Third and Hudson. And um, I just started working on raising money. First, we put up the Peace Courts. Uh, then I called the Boys and Girls Club and we're just like, look, man, it's a war zone over here. Um, I cold called the CEO of the Boys and Girls Club. And then he. Explain <coughs> to us what a Peace Corps is. Um, 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 Peace Corps. No, no, I was saying it's a war zone over here. Not, no, the, no, no, no the Boys before. and Girls Club. Okay, you said yeah. you put up something in. Oh, the Peace Courts. Peace courts. Oh, the, those basketball courts I put up in that soccer okay, field. Okay, peace courts. Okay. Oh yeah, the courts. peace courts. My courts, bad. So yeah. I put up the pe- those basketball courts. So because it was just the, so after we got the arson, the buildings removed. It was just a huge slab of concrete that the buildings had on. It was yeah. the foundation, and it had a bunch of holes in it. So my first thing I did, I raised like thirty five hundred bucks just for us to just fill in the holes in the holly. Where the building said, because it was big gaping holes full of puddles of water and people was bust, busting up the concrete. So um, we just got the concrete flat. And one day I had a dream. I was like, man, you could put some basketball courts over there. So I um, I called the Denver Nuggets. One of them actually joined my board. Um, this dude who worked for Cronky um, named Doug Fulton. One other Doug Fulton. I haven't talked to him for years. but um, So Doug Fulton joined my board. And um, the Nuggets gave me them glass hoops. I raised about $300,000. I started doing fundraisers, writing grants, and um, we put both of those up. Basketball courts, you know, we had the full outdoor courts. It wasn't yep. just concrete. 
You know what I mean? That lasted 50 years. We had to we put the soccer field out there. Uh, then when I brought um, the Boys and Girls Club over to show them this rendition, this drawing that I had, to be like, look, I had a dream about this youth center. If y'all built this, this is what it looked like. He right. came with the Anschutz. You know, the Anschutz are the ones who, um, you know, he owns the Lakers. He owns AEG Live, Philip Anschutz. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he's the one who... You know, Michael Jackson's last tour was with AEG Live. You know, yeah. he went entertainment. You know, AEG Live yeah. is the Anschutz Entertainment Group. So, Philip Anschutz's daughter came with with another guy who ran their foundation. I walked him across the street. I said, this has been arson. Some Crips burning down. They're in prison right now. You know what I mean? You know, this community needs help. I think Casina had just got murdered. Um, Casina Royball. So, I was like, you know, man, we, it's a lot going on. It's a shooting here every day because the Crips was sliding through the holly, too. You know, Crips yeah. is hard. You know, the bloods was going over there. Um, they listened to me. And, and about two weeks later, they said they're going to give us $5 million for the youth center. And, that was that's a wrap after that, you know what I mean? Right. You know? That was, so that was dope. I, I built the court. I raised all the money for the courts through Prodigal Son. We built the courts, and since they seen my initiative to build the courts, and all that stuff was perfect, bro. We put up the playgrounds, the gazebos. They said, since y'all doing this in this community, and, you know, this is a respectable community, they gave us $5 million. Oh, wow, that's dope. You know, so they built the youth center, and um, we hired Saunders Construction, and um, we built it for the babies. I, I had a land use agreement over there, and I wasn't going to let it go until we got something for them kids. We weren't going to put no weed shop. One love to the marijuana community. We here at Power 109. But yeah, yeah. that's just we got enough dispensaries. You know, that's something more for a Colfax or something. Like, I didn't want a dispensary in the holly. You know what I'm right. saying? We needed something for the youth. We're trying to end the cycle of violence. Right. We didn't need no hair salon. One love to the sisters who, you know, go to the hair salon. Yeah. But we, we, you know, all that stuff is good for for. Broadway, Colfax, yeah. you know, we didn't need that in the Holly after that arson. We needed something for the babies, and and that's what happened. So that happened. We got a slew of, of and I'm gonna just say, it, man, we got we had some OG Bloods and Crips who, at first, they were laughing at me for being an activist. But after I started getting more media attention, when they seen the basketball courts, people started thinking I was getting a bunch of money, which I was not. You know what I mean? Yeah, because um, the money you was raising wasn't it was for going yourself. to the community. Yeah. Um, even after my incident, you never heard nobody say, oh, he stole the money because I'd be in the feds right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think some jealousies happened and um, we had we did have some brothers working with law enforcement and just brothers who didn't like the fact I wasn't a blood no more or just whatever was going on. We had a little bit of all of those things. Everything. Yeah. And um, it kind of the politics eventually, you know, came against me and um, some brothers tried to jump on me and I had to defend my life. Uh, you know, I, I, I had to do a shooting on the Holly. Um, Hassan got shot and I was I got prosecuted and I was looking at 250 years in the pen because I was I already got four felonies from yeah. from me gangbanging so I was looking at um, previous offender with a weapon which they dismissed that when I beat my the shooting case I had um, attempted murder and I had first degree assault and all of those were I was charged with the big habitual too so all of those charges were times four so I was looking at over 250 years in prison. Um, right. For defending myself, but it's on camera, so I had to go to trial, and all this happened in the Holly. I you remember know? I talk, I'll, I'll talk to you like literally. It was probably within an hour of you being out. Yeah. I remember the I, I heard it in your voice, like shit. Yeah, man. You so know what I mean, I remember it got deep. I didn't even think none of that stuff was gonna happen, man. Um, even when I started falling out of favor with some brothers, um, I didn't think they was gonna try to hurt me like that. But right. once we started the camo movement, that's when really. 
Um, and so what people don't know what the Holly, the book the Holly explains is, and I didn't even understand this initially, so the FBI, the ATF, and Denver police literally ran a COINTELPRO operation to destroy the Holly, I mean to destroy the camo movement. They literally moved some, some bloods, and they had some Crip brothers too on the east side. If they didn't get me a cold crush or something, then the Bloods was supposed to get me in the Holly, and they were having meetings for like six months about how they could derail the camo. The police was. Yeah, the police were with the FBI, the ATF, and with active gang members who were OG Crips and Bloods. So for them, hold on, though. That's deeper than what you're saying. So if they had the OG Crips and OG Bloods, that means they was working with the police, basically. Definitely. They've admitted it. So this book right here. Has all the the Holly is gonna ha- is gonna detail not only the case of because first people I think they gonna think about when you say the Holly they just talk about just the case but yeah. it goes a little deeper than just the case that that you caught. So it talks about the history of African Americans moving to Denver, Colorado, first coming to the Five Points. You know what I mean? And you know Park Hill was a white community. Yeah. You know the Five Points was the only place black people could be in Denver. But as more black people started moving to Denver, more black people started being a little bit more fluent. They started, it's called jumping the park. That's what they called it back in the 50s and 60s, meaning they were able to move into Park Hill and white people in Park Hill did not like it, but it was a white flight. Once more black people started moving, especially in the Northeast Park Hill, Mm -hmm. which was 90% African-American for a while, um, more white people started moving out to, you know, to the suburbs and, Eventually in the 80s, you know, failed to crack cocaine, gain violence, yeah. poverty. Especially and, in the 80s, yeah. Exactly. You know, the Five Points has always been more impoverished, but Park Hill became just as impoverished, too, in the Holly and all those stuff. You know, right. our parents were using drugs or just single mothers. Our fathers were alcoholics or trying to be pimps or whatever, you know. So, um, so yeah, man, the Holly, I just, I loved it, man. The, I remember I remember one time, remember we was at Skyland, and remember we had some dope, and the police pulled up on us, and we <laughs> dropped it on the ground and kicked <laughs> right. it under the police car. Right. The police got out, patted us down and everything. I had a right. whole bag of dope on the car. <laughs> <laughs> the police drove right, off. I just drove down, put my dope in my pocket, and went and sold some rocks. Yeah, I used to be so in the Holly a lot, breath. too, because uh, my auntie, my auntie's Patsy, Patsy Brown, yeah. and her, her husband's Junior. Yeah. She used to own Juniors yeah, yeah, in, yeah, on yeah, Holly. Yeah. So, still Juniors, just like Holly. Right. Yeah, my, so I used to be there like all the time, just mm-hmm. in the store and shit. Like, I go out and see Bloods and shit. You know, Sykes yeah. my cousin, yeah. so Sykes would come, and I used to be like, Nah, you ain't got to see me, cousin. Yeah. I see you when I, yeah, you know, yeah, some yeah, other yeah. time. But he would literally come see me to check on me yeah. to make sure I was good because I just be in the store while I, working sometimes and just yeah. sitting there chilling. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was I was there a lot during that time. You know, yeah. what I'm just because my family ties and shit. You know, what I'm saying rest in peace, my auntie Junior, my uh, auntie Patsy and Junior. Both yeah. of them passed now. Yeah, no, but, it's uh, still yeah. Juniors. Yeah, if you they, ain't from they, Park Hill, if you it's Neds too. I yeah, call it Neds, or, or if you call Skyland, yeah, Hiawatha, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Skyland. Yeah, <laughs> I be forgetting juniors ain't juniors. Yeah, People what is like, it right now? That's what I'm saying. I've never known. It was Neds. Yeah, now, but what is it now? I can't remember what they. Somebody to. bring it up. I'd be like, what? Like, yeah. Who, juniors? Yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> but you know, it became Ned. Juniors is more Ned. our generation. Right. Yeah. Brothers who's like 30 Ned. years old, you know, they call yeah, it Ned. Yeah, they call and it Ned. Like, and whatever, shit. you know. But Ned's and them was cool. You know, they were some Palestinians and shit. Yeah. And, you know, they were all with us. You know, they don't want me going there spot, a few times. You know what I mean? Your mom seen you to the store, you ran down to Juniors real quick. It was yeah. our village. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, I, you know, man, I go to cities like LA, Chicago, and like, and I love that community. I, mean, I love being in Watts, bro. Cause it, I'm gonna be honest, being in Watts reminds me of being in Denver. Like, 
Right. It's reminiscent to me of being in Denver. I've never felt in danger or like, oh, God, I'm in the projects in Watts. I'm yeah. like, man, it look like just, they right. look like the Crips from the east side. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but, man, ain't nothing like being in the in the, in the five points, man, for Juneteenth, brother, for the Jazz Fest. You I know wish know we can bring it back ain't and have like that same Park Hill, shit. Brother, yeah. in the Holly, and it's 100 black folks, and we yeah. playing music and chilling and hooping, and the babies is out. You think we will be able to get that back in either communities? We had that, ever? though, when we did the camo. Yeah. We Did we not, yeah, though? Yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like, it, it comes in spurts, but it leaves in spurts. But like, who broke that up, though? Yeah. Let's be honest. We no, lost not, not necessarily your camo. I just mean the, the gathering yeah. of of men oh. and women just really hanging out without a care in the world. Like it comes for a while, and then that shit it always gets interrupted. You know what I mean? Like somebody always wants to something, a fight, something. Even the good clubs. Think of the good clubs we have. They be good for a minute. Black people out there showing out, dressing up. Next two weekends, shootout. Yeah, you right. Know what I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Damn, like that's a problem with Denver. So you go to Chicago, they got places where you ain't gonna see no gang members, right? Because see, they you, got you the telling this spot. story about Chicago, people won't believe it because you know all we see on the news about Chicago, we don't hear what you're about to say about Chicago because I yeah. know you're about to say some some probably more positive. Yeah. All we hear about Chicago, eighty four shootings in two days. Like God damn, eighty four, and that happens too. But also in places like Chicago, like let's say in Denver, let's let. Let's say Shay Celeste or any of these clubs, Catfish Haven, you name it. You got bougie Negroes with, with Bloods and Crips. Yeah. Because there's not that many, you know, so it's like one place gets to popping good, then right. everybody kind of has to go there. And, and that's kind of how it is in Denver. It's like, you know, you go, you get a nice fancy spot downtown, and we're like, yo, Bob's here. But next thing you know, you look up, here, here come the Bloods, Wrong and here come, here come the A-Trays, and here come all these the other Crip gangs and trade trays. Yeah. You know, but, like, you could go somewhere in L.A. or Chicago or New York, and it's, it's just brothers who's our age, and they ain't got nothing to do yeah. with gangs or nothing. Just like They're music producers. They're actors. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of them places, too. Yeah, there's a lot but of But not that many in here. In Denver. No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. In you're Denver, right, we right, don't right, have right. that. Yeah, because it's such a small follow community. Uh, one thing to hit on about your Chicago thing, I know I had a white friend, man. He lives in Chicago. Doing pretty good pocket-wise. He came out here. I asked him about the shootings in Chicago. This man was puzzled. That's what I'm saying, y'all. We just, we just sitting under this radar just killing puzzled. each what other. What was he puzzled about? Yeah. He said he lives in Chicago. He had no idea that this many shootings was going on. Now that oh, points. Shit. Now that points to, you know, you can say he's not paying attention, but yeah. it's really not his job to have to yeah. really give a shit. You know what I mean? Well, they say like, that about Denver. Yeah, people think like, that. Oh, like this shit. Denver yeah, is more yeah, dangerous like, than where you from. Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, even right here in our own city, like them people aren't paying attention to us. So, just remember that. You yeah. know what I mean? They're not paying attention to us. We we. It seems like it's really a lot going on. It is a lot going on. No, it don't seem like it is a lot going on. But you think everybody's listening and paying yeah. attention. These upper class people, that money line, if you want to call it. They don't, they don't even know nothing about, about you. They have no idea that 80 people of you died in Chicago last year. Because they weekend. having fun. They're or living that life. Or whatever. Yeah, shout out to Chicago. Yeah. Praying for y'all. Make yeah. them babies safe. But you hear what I'm saying? Like It's, definitely it's really know. a line like that. Like I don't just deal amongst. I've, I've sat with different tables of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's real, bro. So y'all can... Keep it gangster if you want. <laughs> they, ain't, they don't give a shit. Nah, keep it, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to keep it gangster, just don't tell on nobody. Go do your time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just That's my thing, man. Just 
You know, if you got to live that life, man, don't hurt nobody else. Do it to your own self, man, because, you know, that's your decision. You know, yeah. if, you, if you if you if it's time to go to jail, homie, don't snitch on your best friend. Don't don't tell about what happened 10 years ago. Just do your time, man. You know what I mean? Um, don't cause that kind of confusion, man. All that working for the police as an activist or a gang member, that's really also busted up our community, man. All that kind of so stuff. What they're, they're, so people actually say that because you're an activist and you've been in these powerful-ass circles that you're working with the police. Yeah, I mean, they've said that, but shit. I'm tar- right now I'm fighting a felony riot, and right now for surrounding the police station fighting for Elijah McClain. As any police in this city, I've not only do I not have a good pol- relationship with police um, nah. because of what they're doing with our people, I've never been on nobody's paperwork, and I felt out of favor with law enforcement who thought I was a good guy because I became an activist and not a gang member because I specifically said activist, just like when I was gangbanging, I never snitched, and as a community organizer, I'm a revolutionary. I'm not really even an activist. I don't like that term. I don't work for the police. I work for my people. I'm not out here selling dope. I'm not out here slanging guns and killing nobody. What I need to work for the police for? I mean, I got a job. I work for Zillow, and at that time, I work for Prodigal Sun. I'm not looking I work for Zillow. <laughs> what, what what does it benefit me to work for the police? I'm not looking at 15 in the feds. I'm not still gang banging. I'm not I'm not repping somebody else's gang. I will gang. say this to you, brother. Don't don't um. Don't listen to everything these people say. Oh, I don't give you know a damn what I mean. Like these. I know you don't give a. You damn. know who's calling me a snitch? The snitches. <laughs> <laughs> facts. Yeah, right, right. these are facts, though. <laughs> yeah, I'll but say. I'm just saying, don't listen to them all, man. Yeah. When your purpose is your purpose is big, like you haven't even reached. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like your purpose is big, and these they always gonna have something to say. And I, and real quick, person I look to that does this the best. If you look from an industry standpoint. It's your boy Jay-Z, right? Yeah. Everybody say something to him. You never hear nothing back. Jay-Z just after that dope. bag. He don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Bag. But he, 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 he dish you on that song, though. Yeah, he the only he a soft dish that won't repeat. They be yeah. calling. They, remember, they was bashing him about the NFL yeah. just a year ago. And then here you look up this past NFL. Yeah. Excellent Super Bowl halftime. That's still yeah. Jay-Z. Just don't. You know what I mean? No, nah, I ain't going to let him. I'm going to be honest, yeah. man. Like, um. I've never really been affected too much about what people say about me, especially some brothers and sisters who I don't prove there's paperwork on them, homie. You right, know what right. I mean? So I became the bad guy, homie, for really calling out people who are the bad guys, and people are afraid of them. It's it's a hard thing when you're going up against a, an established street gang, homie, that's been around 35 years and they got 500 yeah. members. It's a hard thing going against – you know the gang the gang you were from (laughs) and it's and it's 250 of them but i i never became an activist to 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 get into fights with gang bangers and informants but don't put that label on me homie especially if you a snitch or you hanging with snitches don't ever say that about terrence roberts because i will put your paperwork on there and i'm not the toughest dude but i'm not running from nobody neither so shit when you see me homie yeah do what you feel like you got to do i'm still here so it's whatever god is with me on Tell them um, the date of the release of the book. So and the where Holly, they can, of course, get it. The book, the Holly, is released next Tuesday, May eleventh. Um, get it on Amazon. You know, it's gonna be at Barnes and Nobles. It's gonna be at Tattered 
cover is this is not just me writing a book putting it on amazon um it's this is from fsg publishing this is a real book deal um it's going to be international this is the most comprehensive media that has ever come out of northeast denver detailing our gang uh, violence how black people came to denver um and the use of dangerous confidential informants that work for the police and that's what we're working on so um we wrote and got senate bill 217 passed the last year on juneteenth where the police cannot use the carotid choke hold the police cannot watch their partner murder somebody else and just let them do it the police can get sued the police department um, can get sued police can go to jail so we got senate bill 217 passed and now we're working on a bill that um, says that there needs to be some regulations around the use of dangerous informants if you are an active crip or blood if you are a rapist if you then kick the dog in the face if you are a child abuser you cannot work for the police can't do it now if there's a gang of bloods in the holly and the fbi put a fake mustache on a white boy and a fake jerry curl and put him in the holly and the bloods put him on the hood that's good police work if y'all dumb enough to put him on y'all's hood <laughs> yeah that's different but you yeah. cannot be an active gang member who's even murdered somebody homie who who's beating a wife and you cannot be working for district two police there's no laws regulating that informants attacked me in the holly who admitted to working for law enforcement even the young man who i had to defend myself against hassan jones is known as public I, I shot hassan for attacking me hassan shot a crip around the corner from where i shot him he did beat the case we know he did it it's public out let's talk about it the reason why hassan beat the case is because a denver homicide detective came and testified for hassan but Hassan's in prison right now for murdering and torturing a two-year-old baby. Okay? The police helped him stay on the streets to murder this baby. Mm. And this is an active blood gang member who attacked the activists in the Holly who redeveloped his community when the Crips burned it down. But he's attacking me with 60 other bloods. White kids from Commerce City. I don't even know who all these kids was. One thing about the Bloods in Denver, we, it's Bloods from everywhere. No, yeah. no disrespect. I, I used to be a Blood from Park Hill, but when I was a Blood, it was me, Billy, his brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nobody. I knew from, who it was. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you like yeah. can't even speak English talking about Blood. blood, blood. I'm yeah. like, who the fuck is you? You know, but so, you know, um, you know, um. And that's what it is, man. It, I never want to hurt nobody or dishonor nobody from nobody's gang. I just wanted to make a better place. But, hey, it comes with the territory, too. I knew I was in danger when I left the gangs and I came to the Holly. I, I wasn't foreign to that. I wasn't looking for that violence. But, hey, it move. is what it is. That was like, like when you did that, like, now that you said it, it makes sense. Because you said you when you was in jail, you was looking at Malcolm X and you followed Malcolm yeah. X and all that shit. That move that you did to go back to the holly and have your office right there in the holly was really malcolm x ish yeah. you know what i mean i thought he was i was like, gonna die homie yeah because once he you know if you anybody know malcolm x once he figured out what real a real muslim was yeah. he was like man i know i'm i'm when he got killed yeah i might be about to get killed at this this speech yeah but i gotta do it i thought i was gonna die over there yeah exactly and that's what you so did and a lot of motherfuckers would not can't like you was Basically comfortable within yourself, like fuck yeah. it, I'm ready to die for what I stand for. And a lot of people cannot say that, bro. Yeah, and I'm like, still, and all. I'm still, and I'm still, still ready willing to die, to for, die for what you stand for. I'm not, I don't want to fight nobody. I'm not picking fights, but I'm not running from nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you come at me, homie, just shit. Don't be mad if, if I'm looking down at you, like, bruh, 
I done told you to leave me alone. Be in the same situation, man. <laughs> I might end up back in jail. Like I'm gonna kill this nigga for you. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it go, man. Hey, uh, real quick. So, uh, May 11th. May 11th. Get it on Amazon. You can buy it. It's the Holly. Um, we got a documentary coming out. Um, it's called the Holly. So, during my trial, while Julian was writing the book. Um, he followed us for seven years right after the I was the about shooting. to ask you. Um, so this book has been, you know, he, he, it's been lawyered. Um, he did public records requests. He interviewed over 100 people. It's about the history of how African-Americans came to Denver, the history of the Five Points, the Holly Shopping Center, Bloods and Crips. Um, Michael Asbury's story is in there. Um, you're in the book, Billy, you, your brother. Um, I think you might even be mentioned in there because it talks about some people who did. Like, we got, like, Nam and them. Um, yeah, yeah. Different people, you know, we talked about I got about a picture camo. of me, you, Nam, hi. It was, all uh, that. We, so, we was at, well, when Johnson was there. So all of that's in the book, and it's not just me telling him the book. It's not my book. I'm right. the main subject because of the shooting and me redeveloping the Holly. Um, but the so that's why it's not called the Terrence Roberts autobiography. It's called the Holly. The Holly yeah. But I'm the main character only because I, you know, I was the blood there. Then I did redeveloped it. Then I had the shooting case, and I had, got acquitted. So that's why they made me the main subject. But it's it's a lot of people's stories, and it's all of our. Do you got like a website or something? People can go check your thehollybook.com. Thehollybook.com. What about the uh, outside uh, of the Holly? If you Google it, what it, about it your uh, right if you Google it? Like yeah, pop right up to Holly. All right, what about uh your uh well it's not a nonprofit, just your organization that you have. Oh yeah, this frontline party for revolutionary action, um FPRA. That's you know, and we created FPRA because we were doing all that stuff for Elijah McClain and Breonna Taylor. I remember that. You know, and all of that, and um we just you know we it was just a bunch of citizens. Uh, like remember when Nipsey died? Yeah. You know we did Heal the Hood. Um, I wasn't representing the organization, but once we started doing stuff for Elijah McClain and we started having CNN and MSNBC and Politico and everybody interviewing us, we just needed the title and we was on the front lines. So you just like, we front line party for revolutionary action. We're not religious. It's not Christian organization. It's not Muslim. It's, we, it's not yeah. socialist, communist, capitalist. We don't represent nothing. If you do something to my people, we're going to show the fuck up. Yeah, and exactly. That's oh, that's dope. That's yeah, dope that's what fun. it's about. It ain't no nonprofit. We ain't, we ain't asking you for ten dollars. We ain't gonna need not, nothing. Nothing. We don't need nothing from we you. We gonna, gonna do show this on our own. Crips yeah, don't do fundraisers. That's what's up. Bloods don't do fun. They yeah. just show up and show out. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And that's how we run it. Uh, we run FPRA the same way. We, street yeah, games street shit. Run, yeah. Uh, if you putting in work, you cool. If yeah. Not, <laughs> Take your you ass ain't invited to the barbecue. <laughs> that's all. Ain't nobody gonna put hands on you. We love you, man. It's, right. We wear the camo because the black and the brown is together. That's why we rock the camo. Yeah, because that's what I want to emphasize on this podcast. This podcast is not just for African-American brothers, <clears throat> man, because all African-Americans ain't felons. There's white felons. There's Mexican felons, Definitely. Asian felons. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, sorry, don't say Mexican, Hispanic. Yeah. Uh, well, so uh, Mexican you know is saying? cool, right? I don't know. Yeah. Some some they don't like. They rather like well well sounds different coming from us. Yeah, 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 you feel yeah. what I'm saying? So Hispanic, I don't think that's whatever. But I can't say. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because some people don't like Hispanic. There's so it's for Hispanic. everybody, man. It's a, a wide brim. Yeah. And real quick before we go, to uh, tell them uh, where to get your clothing from and shit. You know what I mean? And, um, and how to drasticworkco.com. But my last words is tomorrow when you wake up, congratulate somebody, hit them with something positive. My last three words from him out is love of humanity. There you go. That's Black what's up. Lives Matter. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Hey, shout out this Power 109, man. Shout out DJ Shadow. Shout out Blaze, man. 
this is only the beginning, man. I appreciate you brothers for coming, man. Thank you. Thanks Thank for having you. me. Powering you podcast, Power 109. Thank you.